All right, let's see here. Uh, rolling. Yeah, we're gonna try to get rolling. Cortez on with us. What's going on, guys? Jacob, last stop waterfowl outdoors. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight on this live, guys. We're trying to get our guest on with us. Let me see if I could get that knocked out. Let's see here. Bear with me, guys. We don't do a ton of lives, so we're trying to get the guys on. Hopefully, this goes smooth. All right. I sent three requests. Hopefully, we can get everybody on. What's going on, Shane? How's it going, man? Thanks for joining. Who we got? What's Nathan, up? What's going on, man? <laughs> same old, same old. First one on. That's right. All right. So I got a request into Nate and Roland. I have a feeling Roland will probably be the last one. <laughs> Next, I got a notification. I'm able to join. Uh -oh. What's going on, buddy? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Man, it's uh it's Tuesday night during the weekday. We all working, so it's not as good as on the weekend. Right, 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 right. And it's the it's the uh, off season here, a little mini off season we got here. <clears throat> That's exactly right. Yeah. A little off season going on. So we're waiting on Roland right now. We're waiting to see what uh if he could get on. I saw it said something uh he couldn't get on, but let me see here. I gotta there we go. Except all right, go live. Let's see if we can pull him in with us. Man, y'all in full y'all in full camouflage. I would have I would have dressed up if I'd have known that. I just just uh, this, is my, this is my editing attire. <laughs> this is my pajama shirt. My wife asked me, she says, Is that all you have in the closet? I said, Yeah, that's pretty much nowadays. That's all we keep in the closet. Yeah, Lord. There's hey. the the man amid the legs. Hey. Look at it. We got connected. We What's got up? connected. <laughs> Where you at? You down in uh, Tibet, Oklahoma? Man, I'm at my house, man. I'm relaxing. All right. All right. Well, you, you're good to go there, man. So that, that's pretty sweet. We got all four of us at one time. We got uh, – right now we got 15, 17. It's, it's jumping up right now. We got people joining us. So, guys, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you all for, for chiming in this week and tuning in. And, and our guests, also thank you all guys for, for deciding to do this. Uh, Nate, I know you and I, I had mentioned this. I don't know if you remember this, but I had mentioned this about a year ago that I kind of had this idea. I wanted to kind of get some of the creators from Louisiana um, that are, you know, duck hunt enthusiasts to kind of get together, do a round table. And we actually had a couple of other guys we, we were trying to get, but we could only do four at a time right now. So that's kind of what we're working with for, for us for tonight. Yep, yep, yep. So... How's it going, Nathan? I've never met you in person, man. I'm glad to glad to have you on, brother. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the channel. We've been watching uh, the videos, and uh, man, I really like the content y'all putting out. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Well, you're welcome, man. And I know you're not shy, so don't be don't be shy tonight. You're kind of quiet right now. Yeah, you're kind of quiet. Roland, I missed you, brother. What's been going on? Man, not much, man. Just been busy killing ducks. That's a duck killing machine, boys, right here. Y'all been seeing them? Must be nice. It must be nice. <laughs> it must be nice, I think. I hear you. 
Well, well, guys, my idea on this was, look, we're going to keep it. We're not going to be super formal. That's not what this is about tonight. We just want to kind of interact with everybody on Instagram Live tonight. Uh, and kind of just, just to all – we all have been hunting nonstop since the season opened up pretty much. And uh, I thought it would be kind of cool for us to all kind of come together and uh, and just discuss kind of what, what's been going on, what each person has been up to, uh, and, you know, kind of what y'all think of the first split. Because like Nate said, we're now – we're in that we're in that kind of down period between the splits right now. So I guess, I guess the question that everybody has an opinion on or wants to know is – how was how was first split here in Louisiana overall in y'all opinions? And whoever wants to chime in first, y'all go ahead and start it off, man. I guess I'll start. Um, well, I, I think what I've noticed is it's, we seem to have a little bit more birds than what we had last year at this time, down here at least. I don't know what Roland's seeing up his way, but down here I'm seeing a little bit more birds. So, yeah, I don't know for whatever reason, you know, we've had – we haven't had any like scratch hunts this year, but we've had some hunts where like we just couldn't seem to fill the bags for whatever reason. It seems like there's a lot more hunters than what I'm used to seeing out there right now. And yeah. I think that has something to do with it. Uh, we're going to have to let some of these guys kind of clear out on the public land areas, you know, but the uh, lease is producing a few, a few gray ducks. You know, we got a lease out in the salt marsh and uh, it's producing a few, not a lot. I anticipate that to pick up as the season goes on, but uh but, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm seeing so far. I wish I could have got out there a lot more uh, in the first split, but, unfortunately, I don't really have the time off, so I'm kind of strictly hunting weekends right now, aside from the very first week of the season where I hunted straight through. Um, but, yeah, so last year I was I was in the marsh a lot more during this time of year. Uh, but this year I've had to, had to go to work a little bit more, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's part of it. So, Nathan, what about you? Uh, first split, how? <laughs> Kind of, kind of fill everybody in. I know you hunt. From what I've seen, you y'all basically explain to everybody that's not familiar with golf outdoors. Kind of what area, not specific areas, if you nah, hunt public land, obviously. But from what nah, I see with you guys, y'all are hunting a lease. Is that correct? Yeah, we hunt a lease out in uh, Homa area, and uh, it's a freshwater lease. It's like some sporadic dead cypress trees, and got a couple living in there, but not many. And it's just a little pond out, out in Homa, man. It ain't nothing special. Yeah, but you know that that Homa area, man. That's a that's you know I know uh, Nate. I think Nate had, you had mentioned to me y'all made a hunt together this year, and you said, hey, you watched the show Duck Camp Dinners, and, and you know we weren't too far from where those guys filmed the show or where the camp was. I think is that what it was? No, man. They 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 actually own the property right across, or they leased the property right across from us. So. Half the pond is ours and half the pond is theirs. So, uh, yeah, we ain't too far away from them, man. Y'all ever run into those guys, Nick? Yeah, yeah. Me and uh, Jay keep in contact and stuff. He might be watching this right now. But, uh, yeah, we text each other. And then uh, Jacob knows another little guy. So, yeah, we keep in contact. We go hang out with him and stuff. That's cool, man. I'm really glad for those guys, too, man, because I love that show. I don't know about y'all. Oh, they're you know, super cool guys, man. I, super I think cool. They seem like a just a what I like about that show so much. It, it not only does it bring a lot of attention to Louisiana and the way they handled that show, uh, in my opinion, was was just top notch, man. The way they touch on the culture, the way they touch on some of the history it's of, the, real. of it, it, it's just a pretty cool situation. 
But what I like most, you know, most about it is it's just like us right now. Like if we were to get together and make a hunt, you know, it's just a bunch of group of guys that have known each other since they came up, you know, through through their childhoods. And now they have the opportunity to kind of expose what they've done for so many years and their traditions to the, to the whole world through social media and, and you know, YouTube, all that type of stuff. And that's that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, they're super sincere. I mean, authentic guys, man. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on in y'all area first split, Nathan, what what's what's kind of been the, the situation down there? And that's that's Bayou Black in that area. Is that it's correct? Close to that, yeah. It's close, close to that. that. I see. Yeah. I see on the videos y'all launching out of Bob's. So I know y'all got a little boat room. Yeah, a little bit. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a little lease we picked up. So uh, it's close. It's close. It's right on. Uh, uh, I just explained it with. I don't know how. It's right off of the intercoastal. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, yeah, it's what's fresh water, so we don't get too many big ducks, crazy grays like Nate's probably going to bring up in this podcast. <laughs> Them grays that drop. I'm with you, Nate. Side, I'm so, with you on that. You know, we shooting teal and wood ducks. That's about it this season so far. I think we got a couple uh, divers like ringnecks and dogery and, uh, or lesser scop, greater scop. And uh, we shot a couple of whistlers this year so far, but. Mostly limits of teal and wood ducks. Ain't ain't too much more. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's for sure. No, no. I'd take that all year if I had that's if I had a place man. like y'all got. So <laughs> now, what's the story, man? What's the story on the blind? I, I was I was kind of intrigued by that. Yeah, I know you did a video on your YouTube channel uh, when y'all were building the blind. Uh, well, kind of explain that 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 whole setup and situation. Yeah, that's a pretty cool deal. Uh, that thing is is luxury right there. That's what so, Nate uh, said. I heard. Yeah. I heard him say that. <laughs> Look at him. He's smiling. Uh, Man, you can you can hunt hey dudes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's not> <laughs> so my great my grandpa gave me a, a little Cajun special bass boat. It's probably fourteen foot long. I have no clue how wide it is. Maybe forty three, forty four inches or something. It's small, but uh, we cut it up. We took the carpet out, cut it up, put some plywood in, and then uh, it sat at my boy Jacob's house. I hunt with Jacob every every hunt. So I sat at my boy Jacob's house for about two years. I said, man, we really need a way to, like, you know, put some brush on something and move it. Because the birds, they fly over here. The, the flyways kind of stay the same, but then they shift a little bit. And we only own us or we only lease a certain section of the pond. So I said, dude, if, if we build something that's floating, we can move it over and kind of hunt this area, build a little, you know, um, not really like a crazy blind, just a little Roseau or, you know, Serie blind, and we could just throw that boat in it. I said, man, why don't we, why don't we kind of get a little boat together, build a little wooden, you know, uh, blind on it. So he had some spare wood, and then we bought some wood, and then it turned into, let's buy some lights, and let's buy, let's buy uh, a new battery, let's get a, Bilge pump in case it rains, and, and it just kept on going and going and going. Now we got a gun, a gun rack, and you know, <laughs> man, y'all look like y'all had original LED lights set up in that thing. Oh, I yeah, mean, it's, it's top notch, man. Yeah, we hardwired some lights in there with a battery, and we got some uh, some solar panels we got on order. But I think we're gonna have to run run some wires up that tree and kind of put them up because the tree's blocking all the sunlight. We're going we're gonna to get some solar panels set up, maybe like a little tickle, 
charger, you know. For, yeah. So we yeah, something to, to keep it going. Battery out, you know. Correct. Uh, yeah. Kind of keep it going. Yeah, that's pretty cool, guys. If y'all haven't, those of you who are, are watching this live, if y'all haven't checked out uh, Nathan's channel, it's Golf Outdoors. Um, and he has a whole video on the blind that we're talking about. He's kind of filling us in on. And it, basically, it's an old John boat, like you said, and that they converted it into a duck blind. And pretty awesome because it's portable. You can move it around, like he mentioned. And, uh, guys, go check that video out, though, and you'll see a video from this season where they hunted in it. Him and Nate actually got together for a hunt. And uh, y'all had a pretty successful hunt, it looked like, on that on that video as well. Yeah, we shot some wood ducks. But uh, I think Nate's the only one – I don't know if they can comment on here, but Nate's the only one to uh, give that blind a name. I think you said something about a chimney blind or something. Well, I don't, uh, I didn't, I don't know if I call it. I call it a box stand. A box stand. A box <laughs> stand. Y'all comment. Y'all comment down below what I, what y'all think I should name that blind. Yeah, I think the comments are on. So I'm not seeing anything, but I think, I think it's on right now. So the comments are on. Zach said that AutoZone has a 12 volt solar panel. Okay, you can see them. You can see them, Nate, because I don't see them on my end right now. Yeah, I'm, reason. I'm special, Jacob. Yeah, well, hey, that's good. Yeah, as long as – and you can, you can be the moderator. You can read them out then if we, if we can come across. So, yeah. well, Roland, you, you, you're the last one that we touched with right here on first split, man. You have been busy. Normally we talk to each other a couple of times during the first split. We usually try to get together for a podcast or so, but it's been so busy, man. And one thing I know I've learned doing the podcast over the last couple of seasons, it's hard to get all the all the uh, guests together during hunting season. It's just too hard, man. Uh, so, you know, now we get to the split. We can all kind of come together. But I've been curious, man. I see I see the pictures. I see what you posted out there. Fill us in on what you've been up to, first split, and, and what your thoughts are on it. Well, guys, it's been a really good first split. I hunted all 16 days, man. And, you know, it started off strong, and it ended strong, you know. Um, we had a lot of green wing teal. That's pretty much what we shot, but um, that made most of your bag. But, you know, we shot pintails, lots of pintails. We shot some mallards. Uh, gray ducks, widgeons, you know, we shot an assortment of ducks, but it was a good first split. And, um, you know, uh, the last couple of days of the, of the split was a little slow for us. For me, it was. Um, we had a lot of ducks around, <coughs> but the weather – Weather just wasn't right, man. It was cloudy. You know, it was just, I don't know, just wasn't, the, a, you know, ducky weather. You know, the ducks really didn't move a lot. And um, still ended up on a, on a good week, a good last couple of days. And, I mean, ain't really much I can, I can complain about. I mean, um, I want to say <laughs> we don't hunt, but anywhere from two to three blinds a day. You know, maybe on the weekends we might hunt four. So I, I want to say we finished the first 16 days, but almost, I think, 1,300 ducks killed. Oh, wait, how many you said? 1,300. Now, 1,300 out of, out of – that's in your blind? No, that's out of all the blinds. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Because I didn't know how many guests – I mean, how many guests do you all take on average no, per normally, blind? Normally, we hunt anywhere from five to six hunters per blind. Okay. So you okay. about – you know, shooting a six man or, or a seven man limit. You know, uh, if if you if you shoot a full limit. Gotcha. Now, Roland, for those who are joining us right now, we have twenty some people on right now that maybe may not be familiar. They hearing us talk about kind of hunting. You know, Leafs Nathan 
me and Nate more on public land. Nate got Nate does have a lease this year. Fill everybody in on kind of where you are, where you know what you're involved with, and who you're involved with. Um, I guide for Dave's Bayou Lodging and Outfitters, which is in Mangum, Louisiana, which is not far from Monroe. Uh, it's up in northeast Louisiana. Um, it's a premier destination for people that you know that want to hunt. I mean, the white tails, um, duck hunting, and you know things like that. We have a a, a real nice lodge for, for for to come in and sleep in. It keeps us very busy up there. Yeah, I'd say that's an understatement with the way you described that place, man. It, 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 that's from what I've seen. That's a top-notch outfit that you you're involved with up there. And yeah. uh, and Dave's yeah. man seems to be. One of those uh, kind of bucket list destinations for a lot of for hunters, probably. Wouldn't you say? I'd say the same too. I mean, if if you know, it's just that, you know, just being in that lodge, um, says a lot, man. I mean, it, it, you couldn't ask for for a five better five star lodge than what we have there. I mean, it has everything you need plus more. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. It looks like y'all, like I said, it's only going to grow if you keep showing. Those uh those photos and they keep promoting like they're doing right now, man. And people are successful with their hunts like they're, they're doing. It's gonna only grow, so that's pretty cool. It says, uh, Nate, you reading these comments right here? Yeah, I'm reading it. Shane, Shane said, I think we need to make a trip to change the scenery. He's a, he's in the lease with me. <laughs> oh, he is. Hey, he's a good buddy of mine. Yeah. They, uh, he's saying that rolling these uh get no, a song he, no, deal with that. Say, say, Nate, let's go home with Roland. <laughs> we need a, Roland's trying to trying to fit in, man. He needs to he needs to get his feet wet before he starts pulling all his butters from the down south. Huh? Yeah, man, no, I, I don't I don't have days about you kind of money, bro. <laughs> me neither, me neither. That's for sure. It's so uh, we uh, what they said? They said we see you with that Bucky shirt on. Fat boys love that place. Hey, I'm man, no more on fan. I love Bucky too. There's no way I'm not going to go through Alabama. Or I'm gonna go through Texas without stopping. Right. Yeah, who doesn't love some bucket nuggets and uh, some uh, brisket sandwiches, huh? You know. Oh yeah. I wish we had one in Louisiana close because I'd go to that office. You know, you know, Louisiana. They were supposed to get one. I think it was in Denham Springs. That was originally the game plan. And some kind of how Louisiana politics messed it up, from what I understand. That was the situation, and they ended up building it down the interstate. I think in Mississippi, it's coming up or somewhere over there. So not surprised, not not surprised with Louisiana well, politics. The closest one is in Alabama. You know, it's I don't know. I guess it's right before right before you get into Florida. Yeah, yeah. Disney. We stopped that. In fact, we stopped that at twenty. I stopped on the way going, and I stopped on the way coming back. Really? I think they need to build one on uh, south of Bell Chase. Yeah, that'd be a good location. Thank you for one. Yeah, Louisiana, Louisiana would be just a good location all together, man. They would do well. I mean, yeah, they, they honestly, need to sell some shotguns. They do too bad, you know. So, but uh, we got Gage Monso. I think that's how you pronounce the last name. Says down here in Crowley soon, and he commented earlier. He said a lot of ducks during first split. So I, I did a I did a new podcast episode this or a couple of weeks ago actually, and uh, and I, it was titled "Is this the you know the best." Duck season that we're, we've had in quite some time in, in, in several years. Do you guys feel that way, kind of based off of what we've seen first split? I know we all kind of commented on what we've been seeing. Uh, is it? I mean, is, is this the best season that we've had in a couple of years? 
so so I pick kind of picked up on something um so far this season. The last I'd say I don't know, maybe what I've noticed this year is that the places that we used to kill a lot of ducks ten to fifteen years ago have ducks this year for some reason. And the places that we've been killing birds the last three to five years are kind of just mediocre. And I wonder if, and this is just something that I've just thrown out there, maybe, maybe Roland, you might be able to touch on this too, but, you know, with the drought that they were having up north, I wonder if, you know, that lineage of ducks that had imprinted down here on those areas that don't necessarily come here anymore, you know, those, those, those ducks, those lineage of ducks from 10, 15 years ago might be coming down now finally. So, so you think that imprint that you're talking about, those generations of ducks years ago, may have used those routes to come down here because of the conditions? That's what you're kind of saying? Maybe. I don't know. Um, I, I like I, that. I don't know. It's just something that I thought about the other day. I was like, I wonder if maybe that's what we're seeing because either that or, you know, Hurricane Ida blew a lot of that stuff open and now you got better habitat than ever, you know, one or the other. And you do, you know, make some kind of funny that you said, though, is, you know, like you said, some of the places that held ducks the last couple of years, which you and I hunt some of the same stuff, we're not too far from each other, you know. Yeah. And uh, and what I'm finding this year, in my opinion, is that some of the stuff, like you said, that was good the last two or three years, don't have birds. They weren't here early on this year like I've seen them the last couple of years. Now, are they trickling in coming into this last week? I do find that some of the numbers got better in those areas that we're talking about there. But last year, the year before, and the year before that, before the season when we scouted these certain areas, these birds were here before the season actually opened in those areas that we're talking about. This year, I told Jackson, I told a couple of people that I communicate with, I said, I don't see the amount oh. of birds that we saw previously in those areas. So it has changed somewhat this year, in my opinion, as well, so I agree with you on that. Now, Roland, you kind of you, you more you, of an X's and O's type of guy. What, what's your take on that? From what Nate said. Well, I mean, as far like I said, I haven't I haven't been out in the marsh. You know, I, I've only got reports. You know, coming back, but um, the south, man. I mean, we didn't get a hurricane this year. Um, the marsh was looking really good. I mean, we had a lot things to contribute to us having all the ducks this far south this year. Number one, the drought. So, you know, uh, Nate talked about, you know, ducks, you know, about the ducks coming down. I think the drought really did that. I mean, there was more ducks along the coast than probably we've had in years, and I and I could promise you, you can, uh, we can thank the drought for it. Right. A lot of places yeah. have water. I went up, and I go to Arkansas for two weeks to spec on I went up to Arkansas. There were spots that were that were dry. I've I've always seen water there. It was the driest I've ever seen. It. So that all had a lot to do with it. Us getting all these ducks this far south, and, and I really think the people that hunted the marsh had a really good first split. And if it it can only get better, because I mean I don't see the drop lifting unless uh, they get a lot I'm, I'm, a lot of rain quick. Yeah. What about the temperatures? I mean, to be honest with you, I think that only helped as well. I mean, when we kicked off the season, guys, we were cold, you know? We had cold weather for the first time in the first split in quite some time. Wouldn't y'all agree with that? 
that mm-hmm. cold weather helped us. I just wish it it a it kept coming. Now, you know, we're in a warming trend right now. Right. Not helping us as far as getting um any more ducks now. They're saying that in the next in the not coming next week we're supposed to get a really good one. So if we can get a really good front in this split, we'll catch we'll hold some more ducks for the opening. Yeah. Now you know we're we're coming into a full moon. And we, we all know what happens in a full moon. Ducks go nocturnal. So if you can, I would start hunting, especially on the full moon. I would hunt the afternoons more if you can, just for the fact is the ducks are going to want to eat later on during the day because of the full moon. So so your recommendation would be to hunt the afternoons, you said? I mean, if you can. I mean, Yeah, no, correct. A lot Obviously... If you're public land hunting, they have guidelines you got to go by. But you know, if you have the opportunity, the afternoon is in your opinion. We hunt private land, so afternoon's out of the picture for us. We only hunt in the morning. That's it, no matter what. Nathan, what about y'all on the lease? Do y'all hunt after? Do y'all make afternoon hunts out? Um, very rarely. We don't. We don't often hunt afternoons. Uh, what I think those ducks are in there, kind of loafing all day. And then, uh, so the wood ducks obviously are there. They're domesticated. They're always there. They fly in the morning, fly in the evening, no matter what. But I think them ducks go, um, I guess that would be east of the pond and kind of roost almost in the evenings. I find after we hit it kind of hard on the evening, it's like they're not there loafing. I don't know if it's just educating birds and Obviously, teal is going to come and go and through these fronts and stuff, but I'm talking about the big ducks. Yeah. I find that they're, they're not there the next weekend as much as usually. And I mean, we've been hunting this for, you know, three, four years. So we kind of we kind of just like to stay away from hunting afternoons. We yeah. stay hunting the mornings and stuff. Yeah. Afternoons are for drinking time and cooking time in the camp. <laughs> I don't drink too much, but. Oh, well. Understand? I, 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 as you can tell, I eat. <laughs> Me too, brother. Me too. So, so yeah, I, I agree. I think Nate, you brought up a really good point. I, that's very interesting to be honest with you on the imprint thing. Uh, that's very possible, man. What I mean, you know, Roland, you do a lot of a lot of like we said X's and O's. I'm just going to relate to it as that. As far as what Nate commented on the imprint thing. What's your thoughts on that? I'm just and, curious to get your idea on and I, and I really think Nick's right. I mean, a lot, you know, some of these, a lot of these ducks may be coming back to their ancestral, you know, flyway or tradition. You know, they're coming further south, you know, than what they used to be, but they don't have the water up north, you know, to hold them. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think – I don't know about you guys how much contact y'all have outside of, you know, I, I mean, we all in this this digital media content creating space, so we talk to a lot of people. We deal with a lot of people. And, Nate uh, – I'm sorry, not Nate. Roland, you had mentioned something about the marshes had really good numbers. But it really, from what I've seen, man, I mean, you look at y'all up and where y'all were, that's, you know, a lot of field hunting. Um, I talked to several friends that I had in rice fields that hunted rice fields. Really, the birds showed up kind of all across the state for the most part. Even in, it wasn't just the coastal marshes, you know. Um, we went down for the youth hunt down, which that was coast, but Hackberry. So we were on, on the on the western side of the state. And early on for the youth weekend, we took Jackson and them out there, and they had 
I mean, huge numbers of birds. So when the survey hit, and, and I'm kind of going to ask y'all about your opinion on surveys and stuff, because a lot of people have comments when the surveys come out on what they think, you know. And, and, and uh, me, personally, I think it's something more to kind of get, get everybody pumped up, get the chat going, kind of people talking about it. But when the surveys came up, you looked at the western portion of Louisiana, and the numbers were so much higher than anywhere else on the eastern or the southern part or even the northern part of the state. So I'm, I'm kind of interested to see what y'all take is on that. How much do y'all look into, into these surveys, or do you pay attention to it, or do you not pay attention to it when these things come out? Yeah, I never really pay attention to the surveys too much. No. I just I just get out there and look because everything I'm hunting is so localized. It's so, you know, I'm, I'm most of the time I'm targeting small numbers of birds, you know, local marshes, and that big survey don't mean nothing to me. Right, um, I do my own survey. <laughs> that's, yeah, a good, I, that's a good point. I just I'm just not educated enough to to know like what are they even. Uh, it's a lot of that all that charting and everything. I don't even it just goes right over my head. I just go out yeah. there and see what I see, man. <laughs> That's it. That's it. It just lets you know, you know, on on what they're seeing or what's in the air. I mean, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's it's exact science. They're just giving you a base, and that's all I do. I got a yeah. question. Uh, whenever y'all ready to take one? Yeah, go ahead. So, the uh, question is: I wonder if y'all heard about this uh, bird flu that's going around and. How y'all feel that's going to impact um, like conservation numbers? I'm, I'm seeing this stuff all over the place, mostly on split read. But uh, yeah, man, it's kind of upsetting, dude. This is like hundreds of birds dead in a field on opening morning, and they yeah, it's depressing. That's actually something I was going to bring up, Nathan. I'm glad you brought it up, but that's something that's that's a hot topic right now, man. Yeah, you got birds. You know, my theory is on that is you got birds hoarding on on the little bit of water that they do have, and, and that causes, you know, problems. Well, I'll, I'll give yeah. you a little insight on the bird flu because they've been – we've had a lot of it. You know, up at up at our place. And we've been tested about once – I think once a week we've had the guy here. And the bird flu is a big thing, man. It, it's not a ducks that much right now. It's mostly young snow geese. But – they are seeing it in ducks, and they are seeing it in other birds as well. Now, if y'all do get up, if y'all do handle a sick bird, do not let your dog grab it. And if you do touch it, wash your hands, and please do not eat a bird that looks sick. Yeah. Now, now I haven't. I don't know. I haven't looked into it enough. But what are some of the signs, Roland? When you see, it, is it like a just a sickly looking bird? Man, is there? Is it something when you when you cleaning field dressing the birds? What are you looking for for those people who don't know anything about it? The birds just act crazy. Look, you can walk up to them and, and catch them. They don't fly. They're not. They're they're just disoriented. Really? So every snow goose that we try not to shoot them, but we do. But and we don't eat the snow goose because we don't. You know, you don't want to get. Nobody knows what's going to go on with this avian flu stuff. Yeah. So these birds, they, they fly around. They, they just act strange. They don't do like birds supposed to do. Yeah. And um, like I said, you on, on the water or on the land, you can just walk up to it. it <coughs> really? Now, we haven't seen a whole bunch 
of dead ones. But I've I've heard of places in Arkansas where they're finding hundreds of dead snow geese. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So so Nathan, your question was kind of what what was everybody's thoughts on how that's going to affect? Man, I guess the answer my answer would be, I guess only time will tell. Kind of with that type of deal, you know, because. First of all, I don't think everybody knows enough about it, probably. Maybe maybe the officials that make those decisions do know. Uh, I'm sure they have a better insight than we have on it. Uh, but as hunters, I can guarantee you we're not educated as a, as a group enough right now on it to probably uh, to have a, an opinion on it, I guess I could say, you know. I think I'm echoing a little bit. We got yeah. I, I just don't understand it, what's going on in you know, how the long-term effects are going to, you know, affect us down here. I, we don't really get many snow geese, but, yeah, you know, you know a little bit we, of ducks that we do have, I don't want them to have no flu. That's for sure. We don't need anything else. I don't know how on this back. But, you know, I agree with Nate on that, too. I, you know, with those birds condensed down like they are, I mean, look at us during COVID. They wanted everybody separated, basically, is what it was. You know, they didn't want large groups. You get large groups of people together, it's spread, you know, more and more rapidly, more quickly. Um, yeah. I'm assuming it's similar to that from what, what we're hearing about it. You know, it almost kind of, it kind of makes it sound like a, a kind, of, kind of like COVID for birds, you know, is what yeah. it is almost. And to me, it's got to have something to do with the drought. It's, it can't be a coincidence. You yeah. Know, I, I really think you got, you know, these birds will probably pile up where there's water, you know, and – it doesn't take long for something like that to spread. Yeah, yeah. Roland, you had a you had a comment in the uh, – let's see right here. Uh, gentleman was commenting on seeing you. Looking forward to competing against you at Simmons. Cut down contest again. Love listening to the content. Fred Clay Morgan commented on that. Yeah, I know who he is. He, he's, from, he's from up that way. He's up, up in that Monroe area. Roland, you got a couple of fan, fans in the chat, some uh, fanboys, it looks like. They comment on you, man. Man, there ain't no telling with them. <laughs> well, Nate, you brought up something a while ago that I find interesting, and I totally agree with you on, man. Uh, this season, kind of looking back, and we recapping the first split of the season, you mentioned something about on uh, public land, man, the amount of hunters out this year. And I just was having a conversation with somebody about that yesterday. And uh, they were asking me, it's a guy that, that hadn't duck on it in years, man. He kind of got back into it with his kids. And uh, he told me, he said, man, he said, I can't believe how many people are duck hunting nowadays, he said, on public land. He said, it used to never be like that from when I, when I was hunting back in the day. And I said, well, I said, this year, in my opinion, I think it's a, it's a, a little bit more push of, uh, I don't know if it's new hunters or just people got fired up. I talked about that on the podcast yesterday. I said, I think the combination of cold weather kind of got everybody excited early on. Uh, numbers of birds, people were scouting, seeing birds, telling their buddies, you know, hey, we got birds, you need to come make a hunt. And I think people having successful hunts early on in the first split really got people fired up that were kind of maybe, but normally they might be uh, deciding to make a duck hunt or make a deer hunt, and they probably go deer hunt instead of duck hunt because there's not a ton of birds in previous years. So I agree with you on that. Kind of, kind of give me your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's part of the public land hunting game, you know. And, and uh, I like seeing new people get out there and hunt or, or, or people get back into it. 
It definitely affects the hunting, though. I will say that. It puts a lot more pressure on the birds, so it makes it more interesting. But, uh, but it's I good. Can, yeah, y'all can tell the love in his voice for that, how huh, when he said that. No, it, it's true, though. You know, I, I enjoy seeing more people getting out there. You know what I mean? It, uh, it, it means that we're, we're, doing, we're doing our part. That's what that means, you know. That's all yeah. Nate's fans getting out there hunting. What's that? That's all yeah. Nate's fans getting out there hunting. That brings up a very good point. You know, we all, man, I get, I get some friends that I'll be honest with you. Since we started doing this whole podcast, this whole YouTube, this, you know, social media thing, digital creative, they'll, they'll be guys that I used to hunt with. And now they shy away from it. They don't want to, they don't want to get together and hunt. They don't want to be on film. They don't want to do this because, they kind of that old school mentality of man, I don't want nobody knowing where I'm at because I got the the secret spot that nobody knows about. You know, that, that's kind of the way the thinking is. You know, and I'm from that old school way, but I, I've kind of adapted over the years. You know, and I kind of I kind of embraced it and I said, hey, like like all of you have, and said, hey, we have an opportunity to kind of share our experiences with everybody. And honestly, when it started out with me and Jackson, it wasn't even about that. It was about kind of documenting what we did and being able to go back and look at what we did and kind of critique and, and say, okay, how can we improve on this or how can we get better at this? And it kind of just transitioned into what it is. And, Nate, you, you – I mean, look, I'm going to be honest. You're the man in Louisiana when it comes to digital content. I don't think anybody would argue with that as far as duck hunting-related content goes. Right. Um you do it well, man, and, and everybody appreciates what you do. And uh, and Fallen everybody – was that? Fallen Tide TV. Fallen Tide TV. I mean, guys that are tuned into this right now watch the videos and, and they listen to the podcast. And But what's, what's y'all opinion? I mean, do y'all see kind of what I see with some of those old friends? Or, you know, as far as – do y'all think – I've heard guys say, man, Y'all are ruining it. You're ruining the hunting. You're ruining it on public land. You're ruining it uh, because you're showing everybody everything. What's, what's y'all opinion on that? I kind of laugh at that, you know? It's mostly in Louisiana. Like, you know, uh, these guys can tell, man, that's that's that willow tree I broke my, my 23 horsepower gator tail on, you know? <laughs> that's that dude. I know that tree. I know that tree. All right. Man, that's that Siri A tree over there that, that uh, old Jim Bob threw his beer can 10 years ago. Man, they just know. They know those trees and the, and the layout, so it's true. It's impossible it's so true. to lie, you know. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know if it's like that anywhere else, like in Arkansas and stuff, but down here, you better watch how you post pictures and when you post videos and stuff. Roland, I mean, you've had a lot of experience in Arkansas. Is it, is it kind of the same everywhere you've been, or what? Man, it's, when, when it comes to public land, all the same. Nobody, nobody uh, wants to give up their spots. Yeah, of course. So, to be honest with y'all, if, if I hunted public land every day, I would want nobody gonna know what I hunt. You might have to follow me. Right. <laughs> Put an air tag you, in your boat. That, yeah, you wouldn't be posting the content that we post, apparently. No, and I would post pictures <laughs> after duck season. I, I'm, I'm smart these days, man. I, if I hunted public every day, there's no way I do that. Yeah, I used to I used to do that a lot, you know, where I would just not post, just go out and enjoy the hunt, just not post. And 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 I love the content, you know, I like doing content too. But man, it's just 
when you're killing ducks, man, people are you know, people are looking for you. You look, they, they know your vehicle, they know what you drive, and it doesn't right. take long for people to follow you. Yeah, like I was, uh, you know, I was shooting those canvas bags off that tree. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> some guys went, some guys went and built a blind right in front of the tree. A boat Did blind. Really? Yeah. Man, it's funny, that's it's funny that I, I it was funny. Exactly it was, it was funny. About. It was funny, but what, was, like, was it somebody that y'all knew? I I found out who it is, so that's what's funny. But I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I don't care. Name but drop. Like, name drop. I'm not I'm not gonna name drop. Anybody. <laughs> but this this is why this is why it was funny. This this is why it was funny, because that tree is not even in the flyway. Like so, yeah. I know for a fact. We talked about only, this the other night. The only reason you would build a blind right there is because you watched my videos, not because you went out there and watched where the ducks were flying through it. Yeah. So you did the scout farm, is what you're saying. That, I didn't even I didn't tree. even hunt I didn't even hunt the tree because that's where the birds wanted to go. I hunted the tree because I thought it would be beautiful. To hunt yeah. the tree. And then and it just, was. And we just so happened to have a good enough spread to pull the canvas bags to the tree. And it was. I so we got a rib on the mayor. He's laughing. He says, I knew that tree. So there, there's probably, look, I, like like Nathan said and, and Roland referenced it, you know, we put out the content. We expect people. There's going to be people that know all the time. You know, there's going to be some people that know where we are, where where you're making a hunt at. Um, what what amazes me is how many people just are so blunt about it. On I, I know y'all get it, too, on your pages. In the comments, you'll get guys Hey man, uh, where is that at? You know, could you send me? I've had guys tell me, "Can you send me a pin?" Right, right, right. And, and I have no clue who these people are. You know, and, and I'm like, I send them Nate's way, Nathan. I say, man, you need to go hit that dude up. No, I'm joking, but yeah, uh, that guy's the guy who's killing them right now. But it, they, I mean, there's no shame in their game, man. And that 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 absolutely right. just it's, it blows my mind sometimes. You know. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I look at it like this. There's there's a lot of public land in Louisiana, a lot. And uh, it doesn't matter if people follow you around and all of that because you could always go find more ducks somewhere. It's It sucks whenever you find a place that's really close to home and they got ducks there and you can get in easy and make a hunt and be home for breakfast. And then you post that and you post that video and then next thing you know, you try to go in there and there's four or five trucks trying to go to the same place and you're like, man, all you had to do was hit me up and be like, hey, can I come share the blind with you? And I'd probably be like, yeah, come on, let's go, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. you know, but it's all good. It's public land. I mean, that's just part of it. And it's okay. It is what it is, man. Daddy Ducky commented, he said, or you can tell me where to go to shoot ducks. I get that all the time. You do see that on a lot of the forums. They won't necessarily come out and ask you, hey, uh, you know, where are you? But they'll say, they kind of they kind of ease into it, I guess. Uh, you know, can, me and my son's trying to go make a hunt. Can you just point me in a general direction? That's kind of when I read that. Sometimes they are legit. You do get some of those people that are that are new to the sport or they don't know an area and they're trying to get some content, you know, some information on it. But there's a lot of a lot of guys that are tricky like that. They'll kind of try to, you know, get, make it a soft ended question, you know, or trying to find out some some details on where you are. Yeah, See, I get, ask, I get a lot of – go ahead, Nathan. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Nathan. I was, I was about right. to say, when people ask me where the ducks at, I tell them, hey, bro, in the water or in the sky? <laughs> you sound like Jackson, my son, at home with Nathan. That's what he said. He said they're hitting them up at school. and like, man, where y'all at? You know, he's like, 
In the water? He says, I tell him that, in the water? I said, I said, well, I guess I trained you right on that. At least you're not giving it up. It's yeah, hard to post, we post stuff, you know, online. So, at least he's not straight up telling them. Yeah, where yeah, you so, catch them yeah. fish at? In the lip? Right. <laughs> right. I, don't, I, don't I, get a lot of, I get a lot of out-of-towners a lot of times. It'd be like, hey, Do I'm you? coming. Yeah, I'm coming to South Louisiana. Uh, you know, not looking for your spots, but you know, can you give me send me in a general direction to where I can go find my own birds or something? And a lot okay. of times, a lot of times, what I'll do is I just tell them like a, a management area, like go hit up that management area and go just ride or something, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. most of the time, I, I, just I know tell you them, and I, we refer like you and I, we hunt a lot of those same areas or some of the same areas, and we'll say saltwater marsh or freshwater marsh, we refer to it as. And, you know, I had a guy the other day, I, I said that too, and he responded back to me. He's like, come on, man. He said, you can't help a fellow duck hunter out, you know. He says, could you just tell me where – I think I know which WMA you were in, but can you tell me where to go in that WMA? And I was like, look, man, I appreciate you, you know, commenting and stopping by. But I said, if I do that, it ruins it. The work that we put in to scout those areas, uh, I'm bringing my son with him. I want to have a successful hunt for him, you know. And uh, I said, I hope you understand that. And the guy didn't respond to me, you know. So you might run, piss some people off. You might run a couple of people off sometimes. But it's out of respect, you know. We're just trying to try to play the game like everybody else. Just because we're putting content out there don't mean that we're necessarily an open book on where we are at, you know. We try to share information and, and educate people. But, we, we you know, some, sometimes you just got to put those feet on the ground like we talk about and kind of put a little bit of that work and, and find out for yourself on some things, you know? Here's the thing, man. No matter what you say to anybody or do it, people are going to be pissed off anyways, man. That's what I'm starting to learn. Yeah. I, try to, I try to keep it real on every single video that I make. I try to, you know, be a nice person and, and always acknowledge anybody that DMs me or anything and try to be, you know, the best representative of our, our sport and our state that I can possibly be. Definitely. And yet still guys will take the time out of their day to just send you mean comments and everything. And I'm like, golly, like people just, That's people just have nothing to do, man. I'm hurting no one. I'm, I'm hurting no one trying not to anyway, you know? No, and you know, man, unfortunately it's just Nate is the, it's the world we live in nowadays, but you know what? I think, I think social media, you know, digital creators like we are, like, like, like you know, you got guys like Jared with Outside the Levis. You got Mike with Swampsteeds. That's some of the other guys we talked about as a group who are trying to maybe even pull them into this, into this Instagram live tonight when we realized we couldn't do more than four guys that we had originally talked about getting together. But, uh, you know, I, man, I think, I think that we do a lot more good than damage. And, and like you said, I'm not doing nothing wrong. I definitely don't think. We, you know, we're doing anything wrong. We're just trying to educate Roland. You the same way. Roland's been on numerous podcasts with me, and he has straight up come out and said to the audience, he said, hey, you want to get a child involved and learn how to call a duck call, you know, or, you know, you, you're, you don't know how to teach them. Have them contact me. Roland, you've said that many times. Have them contact me. I'll work with them, you know, through Instagram or Facebook or whatever. And, I mean, they're – we we are a very giving community. That's kind of the point I'm trying to make. You know, we can't give you everything, but we're here to educate and help people as much as we can and grow the sport. At the end of the day, I think we all kind of agree on that. You know. Yeah. Jace uh, Lang or Jace, yeah, Jace Landry too. If you're a real hunter, you go find your own birds. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is is truth. truth. That's a lot of truth to that, Jason. Right. You know, it sure is. So, well, what else, guys? We uh, we now coming up. We have about an hour that they let us go alive. We have about ten minutes or so left. So, I want to kind of, I want to kind of let you guys. Anything that y'all have going on with your channels right now? Uh, podcasts. I know Nate, you do a podcast as well. Uh, man, I, I'd love for y'all to be able to have the have the floor and go ahead and kind of fill people on on what's going on with each one of y'all with, as far as the channels and, and media goes. Yeah, uh, as far as as far as all of my information, everything's in the link in my bio. So if y'all follow me, the uh, the link in my bio will take you to all of the Falling Tide links. Uh, the podcast is linked. My website is linked. My uh, you know channel is linked. Everything, so everything can be found right there. I have a podcast that uh, I try to post about every other week during the duck season. Um, what I do is I do a Waiting for Daylight podcast where we actually do a podcast from the duck blind. Uh, during the duck season and uh, I need to be more consistent with it but this year we kind of been seems like we ain't set up in time to be able to do a podcast most of the time so we try you know uh, yeah it's tough when you're in the field man yeah but yeah but I try to post videos this time of year I do one to two videos a week um, and I'm about to put out a video tomorrow and hopefully I can have another one out by the end of the week yeah so yeah and guys, go check them out at Fall Inside TV on, on all the social media platforms. Huge presence on YouTube, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Obviously, you're here tonight joining us on Instagram. Uh, but check them out. A lot of a lot of great content uh, to offer, especially not only on waterfowl hunting in Louisiana, but just in general, man. Uh, Nate, what, Nathan, what about you, man? What's going on? Do you have anything you want to share? Oh, yeah. Golf outdoors, what you got going on? Anything coming up? Yeah, I've been working a lot on uh, TikTok lately, trying to get my followers up on TikTok. Uh, Instagram, I've been taking some crazy pictures. I got a new camera. Uh, thanks to Fallen Tide TV. You got that old camera. But, got your boy to hook you up. That's right. Uh, so I've been taking some good pictures and posting them on Instagram. Uh, yeah, we got a couple videos. I have about four or five videos in the queue. So, uh Y'all just stay tuned. I'm not posting anything yet. Uh, I'm probably going to start posting uh, first split. I posted one video already, but I'm probably going to start posting first split after maybe the first week of second split. Kind of show what we did on the first split. But uh, y'all just go subscribe. Y'all stay tuned. Hey, and you changed the logo to share up a little bit, huh? I did, yeah. We put in, man, I put in probably two or three weeks of trying to get that logo right. It, it looks good, man. Money. Appreciate it. Yeah. It looks good. It looks good. But, yeah, guys, just, check him out, Golf Outdoors, and uh, got some good content out there also coming up. And like you said, if you guys are on TikTok, man, go check him out because he's trying to he's trying to build that rapport on TikTok. TikTok's tough, man, against outdoorsmen, too. I don't know if y'all, Nate, you oh, post on okay. there or rolling, but TikTok, you got to be very, very careful what you post on TikTok, man. They they try to pull everything down. Yeah, and I, and I I can't post no kind of bird killing. I have an account warning right now. They're gonna delete my account if I mess up again. Dude, I got one a while back. I got one long that last. TikTok, what? they're pretty rough one right now. I know that. Yeah, they are. Hey, it's tough, man. I was trying to. I was trying. Jackson was actually. He's my son, Nathan. And he was. 
He was he's 13, man. He's about to turn 14. He was trying to handle the TikTok stuff for me. And he posted and he'd say, Dad, go check it out, see what I did. I'd go check it out and it wasn't there. Yeah. And I'm like, Where's it at? I thought I just didn't know how to use the app, you know, and I'm pretty good with that stuff. And uh what it was was he put it up, they pull it down. Put it up, they pull it down. Yeah. And uh man, it got so frustrating. I was like, man, screw this. I said, I we're just gonna focus on the other ones and then some of the other ones are kind of tightening up on a lot of that stuff, man. It seems like hunters, that space is becoming so tight right now that it's uh, – you got to be very careful. You know, you got to be very you careful what, what you do. TikTok catches it. Yeah, I didn't catch – I think it showed one dead duck in one video or something, and uh, TikTok yeah. caught it. But uh, what I'm seeing a lot on TikTok is uh, they're kind of saying these are fake stuffed ducks. Uh, they are not real. And these are not real guns, and they're letting them. They're letting them keep it up there. Really? Yeah. I'm, I got, I'm seeing a bunch of. I got some on my channel. I, I got some like I real duck killing some. stuff on my channel, and they <laughs> took it down it's yet. Not real. It's really? Not real, right? I think. It's no, like, it was real. Late, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I posted two two clips lately of you know in the blind firing a shot, dropping a bird. So far, so good. They, they, they've been up for about a week now. Now, who knows? May not stay up, but I noticed that those, for some reason, they 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 kept them there. They kind of they kind of kept them, you know. So uh, I think after about a hundred thousand views, they kind of go into a, a a what you call it mode, kind of auditing what's okay. going on in there. And then somebody looks over it, and if they don't like it, they'll take it down. Yeah, and you'll lose yeah. all of your likes and views and all of that. Yeah, they. I mean, on YouTube, I know there was a big story this past year with uh, I don't know if y'all watch uh, Flair is is the Flair. channel or, yeah, or Ducks Ducks Waterfowl. Uh, it was Bobby Guy or was it Bobby Guy? Bobby Guy is that the Bobby right guy? guy? Is, is, uh, yeah, I think, think uh, Flair is with Ducks. Bro. Yeah, Flair owns Ducks, from what I understand. Him and a group of guys. I think Bobby is it Bobby Guys. I'm Bobby am I guy saying that? Yeah. 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 Okay. So he, I think he might be involved with ownership on ducks, possibly. But anyway, he kind of they they had got demonetized by YouTube because of that type of stuff we were talking about, and and that was these guys went full time on YouTube. That was their main gig. They were bringing in income to support their families. But I don't know if y'all had saw that story, but there was yeah, a big. I, I got they, I got my own theory on that. <laughs> what what's that, Nate? I'm interested to hear. We got a few more. I don't think they ever got demonetized. I think uh, the, what happened with them is what's happening to everybody. They changed the structure on how they pay. They're not getting paid nearly as much. And, gotcha. they wanted, and I think they wanted to create controversy to get everybody to go to their platform that they invented. Uh-huh. Hey, that's a good point. They did do that. You know? Yeah. There's a lot they of people do doing, that. That, doing that sort of thing, using controversy to sell because controversy yeah. does sell. Yeah, it does. It does. That's, that's a good point. I hadn't heard that idea, but that is a good point. Now, now they got Nate freezing for saying that. It's, uh, yeah, he's he's freezing up all the so, – Well, Roland, closing it out, buddy. What uh, what we got going on headed into second split? I'm assuming you're going to be up in North Louisiana. Man, yeah. I mean, I, I've got a couple big things coming up uh, this week. we got a lot going on. Um, I'm only home for a couple of days. I'm leaving for Arkansas and Texas uh, pretty soon in the next, next day or so. Uh, we're going to be uh, with content. We are – you know, uh, cameraman and stuff like that. We're going to be headed out there doing some hunting, and then I should be back, you know, a day's body back for the uh, second split. 
Y'all booked up over there for the second split? Yeah, we're we're full. Uh, as far as I know, we're we're full. We, we've got hunters every day. As far as I know, man, we just got a lot of things going on. There's a lot of a lot of big things coming up for Dave Biden in, in next year. Well, that's good, man. So, if somebody was interested in booking a trip for like next year, is it too early for them to do that, Roland? No, I mean, with us, um, Jacob, they got to book early, man, because we we rebook every every group that comes in. They rebook before they leave. Okay, it's very hard to get a spot. So, if somebody drops a spot, yeah, you gotta you gotta stay on the waiting list. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good to know, guys. So, for anybody interested, you can they can visit the website. It's Dave's Bayou. What's the website exactly? It's Dave's Bayou Outfit. You know, okay. You can check them out on Facebook. Um, they have Facebook. They have um, Instagram. Uh, there's new content almost every day. We have a new uh, content guy handling all that. Uh, Andrew Pratt. Uh, he's handling all that. Like I said, there's a lot of things coming up for next year and. Man, things are just rolling. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to be busy from now till the end of January. Yeah. Sounds like it, man. Well, that's good. I think we're all kind of going to kind of be busy to the end of January probably. So, well, guys, look, without keeping y'all too long tonight, I, man, I appreciate y'all being on the, with us. I, I, I don't know. Y'all enjoyed this, this kind of roundtable discussion oh, yeah. thing? Oh, I love this. I did, man. I think, I think this oh, is I something it. I'd like to do maybe, you know, at the end of the season, do another one. Uh, maybe get a couple more people on if we can. If we could, if they let us get a couple of more guys, I'd love to even see that. There's so many guys that I'd love to sit down with, and I'd really love to get together with all of us around a campfire one time. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I was about a, to say that. Have, a, have a good time, line. man. And just talk things over and just share some stories, man. I know we got a lot more that uh, we probably don't want to say on camera sometimes, you know. <laughs> But, but thank y'all. Thank y'all for the time that y'all gave us tonight, guys. And uh, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Best of luck to all of y'all the rest of the season. And y'all, more importantly, just stay safe out there, guys. That's right. Yes, sir. Thank you for having thank me. You for having hey, me. y'all have a good night, guys. Thank y'all you again. Later. Bye-bye. Good night, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's see if I can get rolling off of there. I'm trying to get off there, Jacob. <laughs> we still got rolling on right now. We're, he hasn't exited out yet. But, guys, thank I'm y'all so much for staying uh, or tuning in with us on Instagram Live tonight. Well, I know the guys, it seems like they had a good time. We hope the audience enjoyed it tonight. Uh, from all of us that were on the episode tonight, you guys will be able to go back and watch this. We'll post it right here on our Instagram page on Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. We'll also do an audio version. We'll, I guess we'll convert this into a, a podcast episode. We'll have it available through audio for all of you to listen to once again or listen back to. Uh, and it'll be available on all the streaming platforms where you get your favorite podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Amazon Alexa, every, everywhere you get your, your podcast, this will be available in an audio version, guys. So thank y'all once again from all of us here at Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors and all the guys that were on the show with us tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Y'all have a good night. Stay safe. And we wish y'all the best of luck the rest of the season, guys. Y'all have a good evening. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors. On this week's show, we have a jam-packed episode, so we hope you enjoy it. 
So sit back, relax, grab a cold beverage, and let's talk everything there is to know in Louisiana outdoors. This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast is also brought to you by Blonde Grass Camouflage Systems. Welcome to the most realistic, durable, and versatile camouflage system available. Tired of constantly having to rebrush your blinds? The smell of rotting grass in your blind? Or grass that pokes and cuts? Or grass mats that have no depth in color and don't last throughout a season? No more cutting brush. Our patent-pending blind grass will not rot or mildew and is 100% waterproof. It's available in mats or bundles for any application, whether you have a permanent blind, a boat blind, or a small layout blind. And it comes in natural dead grass colors. And it's paintable to match your unique surroundings. You can visit us on the web at www.blindgrass.com to place your order today. This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast is also brought to you by SRD20 Boat Products. It shouldn't be hard work. SRD20 products use advanced nanotechnologies in its formulations explicitly designed for boat maintenance. From boat waxes for detailing to waterless washing wax products, SRD20 has boat care products that keep your boat protected from the elements and looking brand new. Visit them online at www.srd20.com and enter promo code LASTSTOP for 20% off all SRD20 products today. Tired of looking for that perfect hunting or fishing boat only to see that it's out of stock at your nearest dealer? Well, welcome to Game Changer Boats. We specialize in custom aluminum hunting and fishing boats. If you can dream it, Game Changer Boats can build it. Top quality craftsmanship and attention to detail is what we guarantee our customers. And we are proudly built right here in Louisiana. You can visit us on Facebook at Game Changer Boats or email us directly at GameChangerBoats at Yahoo.com. Contact Game Changer Boats and let's see what we can build for you. This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast is brought to you by Beaver Creek Game Calls. At Beaver Creek Game Calls, all of our calls are handcrafted and held up to the highest standards. Our goal is to provide a quality custom call that every hunter can afford. We strive every day with this goal in mind. We also take pride in our customer service because without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we love and that is to make quality custom hunting calls. All of our calls are proudly made in the USA. Visit us online at beavercreekgamecalls.com and let us build your next call. This episode of Last Stop Waterfowl Outdoors Podcast is also brought to you by The Can Cooker. Seth McGinn's Can Cooker is the simplest and healthiest, most convenient cooking system available. The Can Cooker takes the cattle drive tradition of cooking in a cream can and updates it for today's busy lifestyle. Pack the Can Cooker with ingredients and enjoy a mouth-watering, slow-cooked meal in a fraction of the time of normal cooking. Use it indoors and outdoors to cook a healthy meal on any stovetop, campfire, burner, grill, or the new multi-fuel burner portable cooktop from Can Cooker. Visit us on the web at cancooker.com. 